0: Hi, I'm Alex Bellinger, and this is Small Biz Pod on Tuesday, the 22nd of May. And today I return to the subject of venture capital uh, with an interview with both students, teachers, uh, venture capitalists and uh, businesses who all took part in London Business School's venture capital investment competition, which is a, a very innovative a uh, competition designed to give mba students a chance to compete as venture capitalists and to give businesses an opportunity to pitch effectively to uh, those trainee vcs all overlooked by uh, real vcs who award prizes to the best uh, student team and so a uh, lot of lots of good insight there not only from um, the, the students experience Uh, but from the experience of the winning business in this case, who uh, not only won pretending to pitch, but is also pitching to real VCs. Interesting to hear uh, that company's view of the whole process and some good practical tips. And then there's the usual roundup of comments from listeners this week. And just to round it off, A really great piece of electronica, one of my favourite pieces that I've discovered for quite a long while from the rather fabulous monotonic label. But first, let's uh, just say a big thank you to the the guys who've signed up to the Frapper Map uh, this week. Uh, First of all, uh, Andrew Smith down in Auckland in New Zealand, who simply says, thanks for an interesting, no hype show, keep up the good work. So thanks a lot, uh, Andrew. I know what you mean about hype. This is sort of very down to earth, straightforward uh, style. I think for the for small Biz pod that I, I think is appreciated, and and I hope sort of cuts through to give you some some insight without it, you know, without too much fluff and fluster around it. But um, so thank you for those those comments, Andrew. And then um, another content, comment from uh, Tim Allison. In Ridgeway, uh, Wyoming, I think, possibly, who says, love your cast. Uh, looks like he is a bit of a cyclist. Check out the picture. And, um, so there we are. There's, there's the Frapper map. And just a brief mention, uh, the, the Ning networking site for SmallBizPod, uh, which you can get to at smallbizpodnet.ning.com, uh, now has a, a, a grand 83 members, uh, so growing all the time. So do check that out. It's a good place to, uh, to network and to make contact with other listeners. Uh, just a quick shout out to Anthony Brewitt, who has a really rather marvelous photo of himself with a Cyberman. And there's a bit of a, a bit of a, a sci-fi theme lurking in the, the cellar of the Small Biz Pod Networking site. So do go and check that out. Um, it's, um, there's some some interesting people there. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there, too. And I'm going to be adding some extra features that, as Ning bring them out, uh, there's going to be a slightly more easy way to discover the forum and also an opportunity to sort of create your own groups. So if you want to uh, create a a group of uh, potential VCs or a group who are just from, uh, I don't know, South America, uh, there's an opportunity for you to do that, uh, or there will be once I've set it up. Okay, now that's just about it by way of introduction. Let's move straight into my interview, which was a, a kind of a conference call. I don't do that very often, uh, sometimes a little bit uh, confusing. Hope it, hope it comes across okay. Conference call with the participants of London Business School's uh, Venture Capital Investment Competition. So let's first of all um, say hello to uh, Mike Solaris, who is a student at London Business School. Hello, Mike. Hello, how are you doing? I'm well. Um, And to Joanna Walker, who teaches at London Business School. Hi, Alex. Hi. Um, And to Peter Brook, who is from Findware, which was uh, the winning uh, business. Peter, hello. Hi, Alex. And to David Rowe, who uh, is from... Microsoft. Hi Alex. Um, so let's start first with, um, uh, with, with you Joanna. Uh, what inspired you to come up with this rather creative uh, solution to, 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 to education, education in this, this complex area of venture capital?
1: Well I have to say we were uh, given a huge amount of help and we were able to cheat in this area and that uh, the venture capital investment competition was actually invented by um, North Carolina university in north carolina and it's been playing in the state quite successfully for ten years okay. and it's had a lot of um, take up there but what it hadn't done is managed to reach out to europe or asia so we came along london Business school came along three years ago and said well you know, we've seen that actually it's had a lot of success. There's been a really good take-up rate of students who've gone through this process actually going into venture capital later. It's been proven to be very effective experience for the um, businesses that take part. Mm. And they, they've obviously had VCs coming back year after year who are happy to judge this competition and get involved. So this looks like something we should be doing in Europe. And so three years ago, we started running it over here, uh, obviously, it just, you know, in smaller, small increments, and until this year, we've um, really had it running the way we want it to run.
0: Okay. Um, so uh, I know I've already, uh, I've already explained how, how it runs, but just run through for me again exactly uh, how the process works.
1: Well, one of the great things about the competition is it involves so many audiences. So the entrepreneurs, I guess, are the first people because they they give us their business plans and the teams of students, you have um, eight teams of five students who have to act as little VC investing companies, Uh, come in, they read all the business plans, they do as much background market research analysis as possible. They While they're doing this, they are actually only allowed to use non-proprietary sources, so the kind of information that would actually be available to anyone, anywhere. Um, Then they get to uh, speak to the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs come in and pitch to the students and to in front of the judges, they have 10 minutes each to get the real nugget of their idea and why they're such great people doing such great things over yeah. to the audience. And then there's a very, very exhausting afternoon where each of the teams gets 15 minutes of a Q&A session, which which uh, in the VCIC terminology is... The due diligence section.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so at that
1: point, the judges are, are watching to see how how the teams manage to interact with the entrepreneurs, whether they get to the key questions, how they handle the relationship, which obviously is incredibly important in in the real VC world. And then uh, at the end of that evening, it's a very very long day for everyone. <laughs> the students go away, and by ten o'clock that next morning, we we. <laughs> we're all, all the judges sitting there reading uh, investment summaries and term sheets for the companies that the students have chosen to invest in. Yeah. And then in the afternoon, as if that wasn't enough, each student, each uh, team has six minutes to present a, a justification of who they invested in and why. And then the judges, the VC judges, have nine minutes to grill them on the spot about their valuation and their, what they've understood and what they yeah. might have missed. And it's... Quite tense.
0: Okay, so Mike, uh, how, easy is it is, how easy is it to give away this virtual money?
3: <laughs> well, uh, it's actually quite, uh, quite challenging because, I mean, we had um, five uh, very interesting businesses in, in the final. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the, the process is so intense in terms of analysing into those businesses and really coming up with the right questions to ask everyone that um, I remember late into Friday night, my team had a huge debate as to which... Uh, business we would eventually invest in and then you've got the added you know fun of actually trying to put the term sheet together which you know occupied uh, a good four or five hours well into uh, early Saturday morning
0: yeah now it, it presumably you you've kind of all studied and looked into this been part of your course at London Business School uh, so, so it's not entirely unfamiliar territory to you
3: uh, we all had uh, We've taken a few subjects In venture, venture capital Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I guess we sort of Bring different elements To the table I mean we, What uh, we looked for Our team was really To frame a diverse team And so we had You know uh, Myself I'm a lawyer We had an investment banker
2: yeah. We had
3: an IT consultant A former White House staffer And an entrepreneur So okay. each one Sort of brought something Different to the table And I think that's what Really did it for us In the end
0: Sounds like quite An intimidating team Of dragons You've got there <laughs> <laughs>
3: And they're all from all around the world too. So if we had uh, any sort of geographic issues, we we sort of had that covered as well.
0: Okay, fine. Um, so what did you w- did you guys choose Find Aware? Uh, find Aware, or was that? Um... Yeah,
4: yes,
3: we did. Yes, yeah, we chose Find Aware.
0: Okay, fine. And uh, what what was it that that really, from an investment point of view, caught your your eye?
3: Well, I think uh, I mean we talk a lot in the, in our classes at London Business School about. Uh, you know the financials and the, and the strategy having to stack up, but, but in the, at the end of the day, it's about people as well. Yeah, and uh, we said when we were let off, we said that, you know it, we think it's a good business, but at the end of the day, we had uh, trust in Peter, and we thought that he would um, he would do well, and and that's why essentially we were backing him above all the other businesses.
0: Some people say um, it's gut instinct that that really counts rather than rather than the numbers, or as well as the numbers, but that, that ultimately it is very much like uh, like dating. Um, do you see it that way?
3: Absolutely, and I, and I think one of the VC um, judges made that comment. It's like it's, it's all dating at the start, and, and then once you've actually made the investment, then you're married, and then you've got to actually clean up the laundry and do the dishes. <laughs> 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 so yeah, then all the wars come out. But at the moment, and, it, and that was really the hard thing for us because you've got to make that assessment in, in ten minutes, basically, when you're one-on-one with the entrepreneurs. Yeah. So it's, it's a really tough thing to do, but um, at the same time, it, it does come across with some people, as it did with Peter.
0: Yeah. So uh, Peter Brook from FindAware, um, just to say first of all what it is that you're, you, you you run a kind of a tracking, uh, GPS tracking, personal tracking company or gadget company, is that right?
4: Yeah, that's kind of right. We, what we're trying to do um, as a business is to be able to let, let an organisation, any company find out where the, its important assets are and through knowing where its important assets are to be able to optimise the usage and the value that they get out of those assets yeah, so instead of having, you know, say, loads of trucks lying empty and not used for six months, and then going out and buying a lot more trucks because you don't know where your trucks are, then you can just um, use our system to analyse how um, much usage you've had out of your assets. So you say, oh, uh, half of our trucks haven't been used. We really don't need to buy any more this year, and you can save yourself a lot of money.
0: Yeah. So it's it's uh, it's it's um, uh, physical equipment as well as as well as people. Uh, the, this this GPS system.
4: That's exactly right. So it's an enterprise application, so we can track people, or trucks, or laptops, or whatever there is within an organisation that is valuable um, to to that organisation, or whatever they think they can use to uh, to improve their um, return on investment. Yeah. So and you... it differentiates it slightly from um, uh, companies, other companies in this space.
0: Yeah. And you've been you've been uh, working with uh, some contractors in Iraq. Is that right?
4: Yeah, we've been. Uh, we can't say too much about it. No, no. But, uh, yeah, we we have been. We have been doing uh, things in, in uh, quite a few different countries, and Iraq is one of those countries that we've been working in.
0: Okay. Um, so, what was your experience? Have you pitched for VC Money before, or was this your first experience? Are you sort of working your way in gently? Or was it indeed gentle? Was it, was it actually a, a really rough ride? <laughs> no,
4: I have pitched before, but, uh, um, but the winning team and... Um, Hainesby's was was the uh, the winning team, and um, I think the, the winning teams or the top few teams were really um, quite good, and yeah. it was very close to being in a, a, a kind of um, meeting where you are actually pitching for sort of money. So it, it was a, it was a very good experience. And as John said, it was quite exhausting. I hadn't realised how tiring it would be until we got to, get to the afternoon. Mm.
2: It was mm.
4: you know pretty, pretty fierce. And some of some of the questions that. Um, uh, the night team especially came out with a very um, interesting and very, very well thought out. I thought for the time they had, it was incredible that they'd managed yeah. to hit the nail on the head so well.
0: Yeah. So uh, a, a shrewd and observant bunch of student dragons.
4: Yes, indeed.
0: Well, yeah. you would say that having one, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I'd, I'd have changed my mind completely.
0: If you'd <laughs> <not>. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, David Rowe is from uh, Microsoft's Emerging Business Team. Uh, have you spotted any uh, potentially investable or even purchasable? That's what Microsoft does, isn't it? Purchasable uh, exactly. ventures.
3: <laughs> but our participation is really to work alongside these entrepreneurs, as well as these great uh, students, and uh, also mix with the VCs, the judges. Just to see that whole mix and how everyone works together to help fuel that sort of innovation. System. So uh, for us, it's really just to be amongst it and work with great students and entrepreneurs.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, Joanna, the VCs that who are the judges, the real VCs uh, who, mm-hmm. who judge the winning uh, the boat, well, uh, judge the winning teams. Are they likely to be? Um, investing in in any of those that the, any of the companies that they saw. Um, what, what's your feel for that?
1: Well, I, w- I would certainly hope, Alex, that if they met them in a, in a scenario where which was FSA regulated, they would. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: okay, absolutely. i
1: not <laughs> 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 but <laughs> yeah, this isn't the primary purpose. <laughs>
2: no, no. And so,
1: but we do, as David said, one of the things that we at London Business School really, really value about this competition is again, it's that ability to get all the relationships together between the students, the VCs. Whether that's because those, you know, the students are potentially going to and work for those companies or maybe even go away, start up other companies that might get invested by in those companies, mm. those entrepreneurs who we, we know we've had some students who didn't necessarily win this weekend, but they said, wow, I, I really want to speak to one of the entrepreneurs who presented. I really think that he can help me or I can help him. Yeah. Um, the, same, the same relationships around with, as David said, with Microsoft and Douty Hanson, they enhance our relationships with them as well. And that's really, really vital, we think.
0: Okay, so uh, Mike, are you going to become a VC? Um, you're already a, a lawyer, aren't you, I think? Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. actually, um,
3: after the MBA, I'm going to into strategy consulting. But um, there are plenty of my team. Two of my team members are actually going to start their own business. So they're going to become entrepreneurs themselves. And then another one is, uh, is in, in going into finance, but may eventually go into venture capital. So I think for, for students who sort of want to look at uh, entre- uh, entrepreneurism or want to be entrepreneurial,
4: yeah, uh, or want to go into venture capital? It's a great experience.
0: So, uh, Peter, what does uh, what does having won this competition mean for you?
4: Oh, I'm not entirely sure what it means. We're just <laughs> just all out celebrating at the moment, winning. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure where, where it moves us forward. It's obviously a great thing to say because the competition, the other companies in there were, were I thought some of them were excellent. Some of the ideas and the pitches were um, were fantastic. Some of the pitches, you know, went really well. Um, so I'm very pleased that we um, that we did win, and um, obviously the the teams are very sensible in choosing us to win this.
0: has it has this experience um, inspired you to actually go out and get VC funding, or as a business are you not going down the equity route?
4: No, we are going down the equity route, and we're we're actually in the middle of raising some money at the moment. Um, I'd had quite a lot of the uh, the preparatory work already in place for this competition because we were actually in in the real world going out looking for money and some of the comments that we get back were reflected by the the students' comments so it was you know it was it, it was like a good testament to how professional and how well thought out and how lack, how little sleep they'd had <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. be able to do this so well I thought
0: okay um, uh, Alex it's David Rowe a, a point another point to
3: raise. Um, which I hope Peter is aware of is that the judges get the vote on a company that they might want to invest in and find work at the top of the vote for the judges as well. which oh, okay. the, real, the real VCs and investors, as well as the students. So that's oh, thank you, David. That's, that's, I think that was a heartening outcome as well. Oh,
4: that's great.
0: Thank you. Uh, excellent. So, uh, out of all of that, Peter, what would you, uh, what would you, uh, what would be your advice to? to other businesses that want to successfully pitch to VCs? Something that you've obviously prepared for um, and now done once before, done again. What would be your, your key words of advice?
4: I guess the real thing is to understand and be confident about your business. So know it really well. Know the market. Know the figures. Know what you want. Know the other players there. And I guess above all, just know what you want to do with your company. Yeah, and um, just just be clear and make sure that it's a focused objective that you want to do and that comes across when, when you pitch and the, just basically it's really understanding your, your whole area, your whole ecosystem that you're trying to innovate in.
0: Joanna, would you add anything to that?
1: That is certainly that what was coming up a lot in the students and the judges' comments. They really echoed what Peter's just said then. It's really, really knowing your stuff. One of the things that made that makes any um investor whether they're doing it for you know two and a half days at london business school or as their career nervous is people who seem to be covering over areas whether it's because they're just not certain about it, or they don't, even, or they're certain about it in themselves, but they just don't know how to communicate it really effectively. That's one of the opening things. So, just the, I think one of the good things about the student Q and A sessions, particularly, is that it gives um, entrepreneurs a chance to really think about how to articulate their passions and their beliefs about their company really effectively.
0: So, communication and preparation are the key.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Alex. Thank Thanks Alex. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as I said at the outset, I don't normally do uh, those kind of conference calls, but I think that one worked out quite well and uh, certainly piecing together in the the series over the last uh, few months that that I've done in relation to sort of business finance, in relation to venture capital and angel funding and if you if you link into that as well, some of the, the recent blog posts on on the Small Biz Pod blog uh, do check that out, um, then I, I think, you know, we're putting together quite a strong picture of what it takes to pitch successfully for VC funding or indeed for business angel funding. So I hope, as I say, you found that useful and enjoyable. I certainly did. Um, so now let's just move on to, uh, email comments from, uh, listeners. And, uh, I mentioned Gagandeep Singh Sapra, who is based in India, in Delhi, I think, um, in the last show. He stuck himself on the Frapper map and in the, 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 Small Biz Pod networking site. Um, and, uh, he sent me an email to, to pick my brains about podcasting. And it looks like he's going to be setting up a, a kind of Small Biz Pod for India, uh, which I'd look forward too greatly. Um So good luck, luck with that, Gagandeep. And I have been conducting some interviews with Indian entrepreneurs to put together a, a kind of Small Biz Pod special on Indian entrepreneurship, because I think it's a fascinating area. So um look out for that in the coming uh, few weeks and months. I've, I've got one recording in the can already, and we'll have uh, another up. Uh, well, I will, well, we'll record some more to put together a program, I guess, in the, in the next sort of couple of months. Uh, so thanks, Gagandeep, for that. And then talking of uh, venture capital, as we have been doing uh, throughout this uh, podcast, um, I had an interesting conversation on the blog with Clive Burney, who uh, runs uh, is, uh, is managing director of Seven Delta, which is a textile manufacturing company based in the southwest of the UK. And um, he has a really rather excellent... Uh, blog called Positive Churn, and you can find it at positivechurn.blogspot.com. And uh, he dropped me an email to say, uh, f- FYI, I've added a link to SmallBizPod on your blog. The co- more conversations, the better. And and Clive is a, a man after my own heart in terms of uh, espousing open business, as it were, the the, the- being transparent and-, and open about business, um, and it very much goes with the blogosphere and the podosphere, as it's known. So, um Clive, I'm enjoying your blog. I'm enjoying reading it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for, for commenting. He commenting, commented on, um, a post that I put up on, uh, the small Biz pod blog about a new service, uh, of sort of online business angels. So, um, do check that out if you have time. And then I also had a, a nice email from Chris Rivett, who you'll remember, I actually interviewed in the last show. Uh, he was at the the Startups Exhibition in the queue to see Levi Roots. And he says, hope you're keeping well. As promised, I put together a brief um, story on his site, upton, uptonaway.co.uk. Um, he says, hope this is useful. Incidentally, don't know if you were ever in Northampton Way. Uh, you might be interested in a networking group that I run. And if uh, you ever want to, to pop down and get some material for a future podcast, you'd be more than welcome. Our meetings are on the second Wednesday of every month uh so thanks for that chris uh, if you happen to be close to uh, northampton uh, the i'll put a link in the show notes for his uh, networking group i may well be in the area chris and i'm planning on doing i don't know what you think i'm planning on doing a, a kind of five city tour of the uk where we kind of do a re- live recording of small biz pod with some experts local experts on on a panel uh, and some some guests and, uh, Uh, hopefully a a small crowd of people uh, who we can all then have a chat to and go down the pub with. So that's a plan for sort of later in the year. So uh, do let me know if you think that that's a good idea. Uh, If you're in Manchester, Birmingham, Bristol, uh, London and Edinburgh, those are my kind of uh, guesstimates of where would be good places to start off trying to do this. So um, let me know what you think about that, the kind of small biz pod, mini live tour thing. And finally, for comments, a uh, comment from John at uh, Build Me a Website, uh, who says, "What a surprise that was! Thanks a lot for your comment on my blog. Uh, can I ask how did you find out that I'd posted about Small Biz Pod? Uh, it's only been a, out there a, a couple of days, and I guess your stats showed someone visited your site from my blog. Again, let me say how good I think your podcast is. Wish I'd found it sooner than I did. Keep up the good work, and I hope to one day start a podcast of my own to send out to clients." Uh, well, John, thanks for that. Actually, uh, I've got this terrible ego-surfing thing where you uh, you can monitor who's saying what about you on uh, Technorati or, or Google's uh, sort of blog uh, search engine. Uh, it's always handy, um, so uh, no problem. Uh, always happy to comment on other people's blogs. And, um, yep, good luck with, uh, with any podcasts that you plan in the future. And that... I think is just about it, apart from, um, as I mentioned earlier, a really superb piece of music uh, from uh, Monotonic. It's a track called Connect by uh, an artist called Blissade. I think that's how it's pronounced anyway.